Hello and welcome to the Innerware Conversation. I'm Nikki Cross and today I'm trying something new. Today I am recording this episode on audio if you're listening anywhere but I believe Spotify. But if you're on Spotify, you'll be able to get this on video too. And the reason that I am trying this new feature on Spotify is because today's episode is slightly different. I have been asking you guys a lot of questions on Instagram particularly around what what's helpful, what do you want? The inner work conversation is somewhere where I adore being. I love producing content for it. I love connecting with you guys. And so I thought to myself, let me hear from the people who listen and let me be led by you. So this is your invitation, if you missed that, to contact me either direct message me over on Instagram or LinkedIn or send me a message on contact at tlb.org.uk and I really want to hear what you want more of on the inner work conversation what will be useful to you as this space grows and as I grow in my practices and in my business what I know more and more to be true about myself and my work is really all I do is connect people to their own truth that's really the job that's what I do I ask the difficult questions I sit I help people sit with themselves through the discomfort and connecting themselves to their own truth what is the benefit of that particularly when it's uncomfortable you're going to learn more about that in today's episode the benefits to that is that you're not running from yourself anymore you're not in victim mode in your mind and in your thoughts and ultimately you come from a much more empowered and intentional place And that plays out through the way that you spend your time, how you handle yourself in relationships, um, how you speak to yourself and how you treat yourself both in life and in business. So um, let's get stuck into today's episode. The context for today, what we're about to do is almost like a consider this like a workshop. I haven't really done an episode like this before where I have taken you through the type of work that I would take my own clients through. In fact, just this morning in hour one, I took my own clients through the first part of what we're going to go through in today's episode. Um, And unfortunately, we ran out of time because it was between nine and 9.15. And at 9.15, hour one kicks in and we go into planning our week. So for those of you who were on that call and are my clients, this is the full version of what I was giving you in that session. And that's where we want to start. As I was taking my clients through this beginning bit of what we're going to do together today, I want to sort of pre-front the episode with, this might bring up some stuff for you that isn't comfortable. Um, It might bring up some truth that you have been avoiding. And I want to let you know that before you dive into this work, unless you are prepared to sit with yourself in that discomfort, this stuff isn't for you. (laughs) this is for you and the way that I explained it to my clients is what would you rather so think of your truth as something that you can either make friends with even though sometimes it's hard even though sometimes it's difficult or would you rather try and hide from it because when you try and hide from it it's always there and it's all when you try and hide from it it's always operating in the background But when you bring it to the forefront, even when it's uncomfortable and you make friends with your own truth, then you can work with it intentionally, right? So what we're about to do, I'm just reading my own notes. What we're about to do might bring up some shit that you don't like. This is the work. 
And this is the work that we do together. So if what I'm about to do with you in this episode today, if it resonates and if you're like, yes, I want to get closer to myself, I can see the connection between being really honest with myself and where I'm going in life and business, who I'm becoming, how I'm growing, what external results I see in my life and in my business. This is the work that we do, right? So I'm taking on one-to-one clients to start with me in January, 2023. Application, not application, consultation for that, where we mutually assess if that's right for you and if I'm the right coach for you. They're happening now. It's currently the middle of November, 2022. So get yourself on a call with me. Or alternatively, join the Thrive First Method because this is the work. This is exactly the work that we do. This Everything that I'm going to explain to you is exactly what we were doing in hour one this morning. Um, and you can find all the details on my website, www.tlb, stands for Thrive Life and Business, .org.uk. So head on over there if, do this episode first and head on over there if it appeals to you. And the last thing that I want to say before we dive in is, this work is a practice. So what we're about to do together, it's not a one-off thing. You are constantly changing, constantly growing, constantly evolving because you don't live in a vacuum. You aren't living your life stuck in a room with no life experiences. You're out in the world living and experiencing things. And so you're always changing and you're always growing and you're always evolving. So some of the questions that I'm going to ask you today, my recommendation would be ask yourself these questions on a weekly basis. Um, for those of you who are like, oh, I haven't got the time. I haven't got the time to ask myself these questions on a regular basis. What you're going to possibly find out about yourself in this episode today is why you haven't got time. And no, I am not speaking in that sense to those of you who have got a full-time job and twins and are a carer for an elderly relative and are managing a health issue. That's not what I'm talking to. What I'm talking to there is for those of you who feel like for the time you have available, you don't have the time to do this work. What we're about to go through is probably going to reveal to you the reason that you don't have time. So let's get in. You should have a pen and paper for today's episode. It sounds weird to me not saying workshop. So if I use those two interchangeably, you'll have to let me off today. You should have a pen and a piece of paper. First thing I want to say is if you are finding yourself in this place where you're like, I need to find the right journal. I need to buy the journal and then I'll do this. Just get yourself the shittiest, tattiest piece of paper or kitchen towel, like paper towel and do it on that. Because too many people that want to do this work are like, oh, well, I am going to do it when I've got the, when the journal comes, I am going to do it when it's the perfect timing. You are kidding yourself. <laughs> Grab yourself a pen and paper. Let's go. The first question is, what is the main underlying belief that you hold to be true about yourself that is disempowering, unloving, and fear-based? I'm going to say it again. What is the main, and I mean the main, I don't mean give me 10, I just mean the main one. You might need to distill it down. I'll talk to you about that in a minute. What is the main underlying belief that you hold to be true about yourself that is disempowering, fear-based, unloving? Some of you might really struggle with getting this distilled down to the main one. So what you might want to do is you might want to take the question, I'll 
probably upload the questions on a blog post that the link to that will be underneath this episode just to support you so that you can focus your mind. When I say the main one, you might be like, can't do that. There's too many thoughts or I can't find a thought, right? If you're struggling with this question, allow yourself to go into stream of consciousness, which is just a fancy way of saying, just fucking write everything down. (laughs) Just write something. Allow your pen to start going, yeah? What is the main underlying belief that you hold to be true about yourself that is disempowering, unloving, and fear-based? Connecting to this can be quite hard. It can be quite upsetting. And I want you to sit with that discomfort. I want you to allow yourself to be with yourself while you bring this very subconscious thought into consciousness. The way I describe it is like, we're about to go into a really dark room where all of your shitty thoughts about yourself live and you've got a spotlight. And that spotlight, for those of you who are watching this on the video, it's probably making more sense. And that spotlight, we're about to shine it on the thought that makes you feel the shittest. It's not going to be nice. You're going to want to run out of that room really quickly. I'm asking you to stay there for a minute. I'm asking you to bring that, shine a light on that thought. So if you're listening to this, now would be the right time to pause the episode or pause the video and go and do that work. So I'll repeat the question one more time. What is the main underlying belief that you hold to be true about yourself that is unloving, disempowering, and fear-based? And when I did this with my own clients, a lot of the things that came up were, I'm not valuable, I'm not good enough, I'm not worthy, um, I'm not lovable, I'm selfish, I'm all of these things came up. So if you've got some shitty shit coming up, when you ask yourself this question, you are not alone. You are not alone. And then the next question that I have for you, so this is question number two, and we're going to be working with both of the answers to these questions. So this is the place to be the most honest with yourself because everything else we're about to do in this session today hangs off the answers to these questions. So I would recommend if you're going to get honest with yourself, these are the questions to do that with. So the next question is, what is an empowering thought that is honest and true that you could hold in your heart and in your mind that is in contrast to the one that you've just produced? That your deep knowing knows to be true about you. Yeah. What is an empowering thought that is honest and true about you that you can hold in your heart and your mind that is in contrast to what you've just shone a light on? I just want to make it really, really clear before you go ahead and answer this question. This is not just, well, I'll just answer the opposite. You've got to connect to this, um, the answer to this question. You've got to connect to it. And the part of you that's going to feel connected to the answer to this question is what I would call your knower. It's the part of you that deeply knows, like you deeply know that you are valuable. You deeply know that you are loved. It's just that through life, through conditioning, through the experiences that you've had, the trauma you've experienced, the unjust situations and circumstances that you've faced, through everything, 
you've learned other beliefs that don't serve you. And so you've got an inner knowing that lives deep, deep, deep within you. And it's that that I'm asking you to connect to in this question. I'm asking you to connect to your wise part of yourself that unconditionally loves you, unconditionally is there for you. And I'm not asking you to lie to yourself, but I'm asking you to connect to that honesty. You see, here's what happens. Sometimes we're not honest with ourselves. And sometimes that lack of honesty can play out in only believing the shitty thoughts. So, you know, I said to you, give you the example before of going into that room and it's a dark room, pitch black, no light, no windows, and you've got a spotlight. So often the way that we are dishonest with ourselves is we only shine a light on the shitty thoughts, right? I know that you can relate. What I'm asking you to do with this second question is I'm asking you to shine your spotlight around the room a little bit so that you can see other thoughts that are true, that are in contrast to the shitty thoughts, okay? So please do that now. Pause the recording here, regardless of whether you're listening to this on the Inner Work Conversation as an audio, or if you are watching this on a video. Please do that now. And so what you should have as a result of asking yourself those two questions is two very real beliefs, right? You should have two very, very real beliefs. And what we're going to do together now is I want you to draw a line down the middle of a page and we're going to answer one, two, three, three questions. We're going to answer three questions together that basically say, what would what would continue to happen if I held that thought as my truth? And the three questions that I'm going to ask you require you to bring both of those beliefs into the answers. I hope that this is making sense. So at the moment, you've got a fear-based, unloving, disempowering belief. You've got that written down. And you've also got uh, unconditional love, um, truth-based belief written down that you can hold to be true about yourself. You've got those two things written down. And what we're going to do together is explore what would continue to play out in your reality? What would continue to happen if you held that thought, either one of those two thoughts, if you held it as your truth? And this is what is happening subconsciously as you move through your days, your weeks, your months, your years, all we're doing together in this session is we're bringing it into the conscious. And for those of you who are like, I don't know what it's like to be with myself. I don't spend time with myself. This is you doing that right now. This is you spending time with yourself and being with yourself. We're doing it right now. So what would continue to happen? How would it play out in your inner and outer world if you held that tr that thought, that belief as your truth? The first place that we're going to explore that is with your time, right? So what would continue to happen with the way that you spend your time if you held that belief as your truth? And you can do this with both of the thoughts, both the disempowering fear-based thought and the empowering loving truth. What would happen with the way you spend your time if you continue to follow the disempowering fear-based thought or the unconditional loving truth? So you're going to need to pause the recording here 
and really think about the way that you spend your time and how that would be influenced by either one of those beliefs, right? So let me give you an example because it's really helpful to hear examples so that it can prompt your own work. So an example is, if I am someone who believes that I am not good enough and I can see that the way that it plays out, if I hold that belief to be true, I'm just not good enough, the way that that might play out in the way the relationship I have with my time, the way I spend my time, is any free time that I do have, if I believe that I'm not good enough, I'm going to use that free time scrambling around for ways to show the world I'm good enough. I'm going to use, if I believe that I'm not good enough, that's a really sad place for me to be. That's going to hurt my heart if I really believe that I'm not good enough. So if that's what I genuinely believe and hold to be true about myself, if I do have any free time, probably going to spend it avoiding myself. I don't want to be with myself if I believe that I'm not good enough. So it might drive me to using my free time by comparing myself on social media, scrolling, numbing out, right? However, if I, and let me, like, let, allow me to give you an example from the flip side of that. If I held a more unconditionally loving belief to be true, which would possibly sound like I don't have to prove my worth to be valuable to people. I don't have to be valuable to people to be loved. It's safe for me to be myself. Maybe that's what the empowering, unconditionally loving thought would be. If I thought that, if I held that belief to be true, how would that impact the relationship that I have with my time? How would that impact the way that I spend my time, both my free time and also the time that I am working? And further to that, like we're talking about the relationship that we have with our time. How does it impact who you are while you're navigating time and space? So that's the first way that I want to explore. If you held either of those beliefs to be true, what would happen? How would it continue to play out in life and in business for you on the topic of time? The second area that I'd like to explore with you, and again, we're taking both of those beliefs. The second area that I'd like to explore is what would continue to happen if you held either one of those things to be tr your truth with the way you approach and make progress towards your goals? So let me just say that again, with the way that you approach and make progress towards your goals. Now, I know that for many people who spend time with the thoughts in the dark room that are the shitty, disempowering, fear-based, unloving thoughts, I know for that group of people, this question is going to hurt. And I know that because I have been in this place where I have felt like I'm not good enough. I, I'm not going to be able to support myself through failure and I will fail because I'm not good enough and on and on and on. I know that for me, the way that that played out is I disconnected to my goals. I disconnected to what was important to me. And therefore that question if you held that belief to be true, what would continue to happen with the way that you approach and make progress towards your goals? 
that would have been really hard for me to answer because the genuine answer would be, I don't know what my goals are. I don't know where I want to go. I don't know what I want to do. And even if I did admit that, that would be painful because I wouldn't allow myself to do it for fear that I wouldn't be good enough. Can you see how this can play out? That's an example, right? I'm not saying that that's your truth. I'm asking you to answer that question. If you were shining a light in the room on the shitty thought, how and, and believe that and continue to invest your spotlight energy into that shitty thought, how would that impact the way that you approach and make progress towards your goals? And then again, flip it round, shine a light on the unconditionally loving, empowering thought that your deep wisdom knows to be true inherently. How would spending time and energy on that thought, what would continue to happen if you held that thought as your truth in regards to the way that you approached and made progress towards your goals? Would it mean that you would be really collected and made really intentional steps towards goals that were meaningful to you simply because you trusted yourself to navigate the twists and turns and ups and downs of life because you're there for yourself. You support yourself. You deeply know, accept and love yourself. What would that look like in regards to the way that you approach and make progress towards your goals? So you might want to pause the recording here and give yourself time to explore that and answer that. I think the main thing that I want to say with this work is please don't rush it. You know, this episode, I'm recording this so that you've got it there, almost like a mini workshop, so that you've got it there to pause, skip back, go forward, repeat. It's here for you for as long as you need it. So don't rush this. And if you find yourself struggling with any of these questions, then please don't force just allow the question to be a question on your page, right? Too many of us, we will do this thing where we'll come to a session like this and we'll give an answer that we think is the good girl answer. It's like, I'm a good pupil, I'm a good student, so here's my answer. And it's like, you're not here to be a good pupil. You're not here to be a good student. You're not here to respond to this work because you've been told by a post on Instagram that investing in yourself is a good thing to do. You're here because you want to get closer to yourself. You want to explore your truth. You've got reverence, reverence for your own life and you acknowledge and recognize that this is you right here, right now, living your life out. So there is no right answer. And if you find yourself trying to rush this work or trying to find the right answer, maybe put the pen down and go for a walk do some breath work and play with your dog, make a cup of tea. Yeah. And the last question, the last question is what would continue to happen or play out in your inner and outer world? If you held either one of those thoughts to be true in terms of how you behave when things are going wrong, what I see when things aren't going the way that people want them to go. So maybe they tried something and they failed. Maybe they're doing something on repeat in the hope for a particular outcome and that outcome's not coming quick enough. Like it's not, they're not seeing the results quick enough. That's what I mean by going wrong. How does this make you behave through your actions and towards yourself? 
So think of this as when things are going wrong or not happening quick enough or stuff like that. If you held either one of those two beliefs to be true, how would we see that play out through your actions? And how would we see that play out in your inner world, i.e. the way that you speak to yourself? So I'm going to give you an example on this to help you. And then we're going to wrap up the episode. If I if I held a belief to be true that I wasn't good enough and yeah, let's say that's the belief. Let's say that's the shitty, unloving, disempowering belief. I'm just not good enough, right? And stuff's going wrong in my outer world. Like I'm not seeing results quickly enough. I'm trying, but I'm not getting the results that I'd hoped for. How would this play out through my actions? Well, I might start to force. I might start to do more and more and more. I might start to scramble around trying to make this work without actually looking at things, honestly, and assessing things in a calm and collected way. I might just be like, well, I'm not good enough. And therefore, I've got to give and give and give. And in my inner world, that might be playing out in, I haven't got enough time for myself because I'm not good enough. So I need to do more in my outer world, which is giving me less in my inner world. I might be saying things to myself like, well, of course it's going wrong. You're not good enough. How did you even expect it to go right? You've got a belief that you're not good enough and you tried. Of course it's going to fuck up because you're not good enough. Yeah. So what I'm asking you to do here is explore through your outer actions and also how you treat yourself in your inner world. And you can extend that if you want. Like, would I then therefore see see you numbing out by going well fuck it and scrolling on social media or opening and devouring everything in your fridge like how would I see that playing out and ultimately what we're doing through these exercises together is so often and I've I've drawn it out and it's the only way I can really explain it and so if you're only listening to this on the podcast I apologize but think of it like um let me try and let me try and explain it so that everyone can understand it without a picture Think of an iceberg, right? Usually a lot of the time when people come for coaching, what they want me to fix, what what they want me to help them fix is everything above the surface, you know? So maybe they're trying to fix the way that they spend their time. Maybe they're trying to fix the way, um, what else have we covered? We've covered your relationship with your time. Maybe they're trying to fix the way that they're approaching their goals or they're navigating towards their goals. Maybe they're trying to fix the way that they behave when things go wrong and they want to be coached on that. My job and what I notice myself doing is getting my clients to go under the surface, right? This is what we're doing today in that we're identifying your core beliefs and both intentional and unintentional And we're exploring together how those under the surface beliefs play out above the surface. That is literally the work that we're doing here together. And so you might have uncovered things that have been going on under the surface all this time. And you've seen now, you can see now the way that they're playing out above the surface. And yeah, like that might be a shitty feeling or this this exercise might have felt bad to do, but might actually make you go, oh, wow. So I've been trying to fix the wrong thing all this time. I've been trying to coach myself and fix, in inverted commas, all the things above the surface, when actually, if I can get more honest and close to myself and intimate with myself, 
everything below the surface, well, maybe that will start to impact what how I see it playing out, what continues to happen in life and in business outside of me, above the surface, yeah? So this work is taking you below the surface. It's taking you towards the bottom of that iceberg, the core of you, and it's asking you to make some choices. You know, we can't go back and change what's happened to you. We can't go back and make you have had different experiences, different partners, different parents, different upbringings, different professional experiences. We can't go back. But what we can do is take ownership and responsibility for how we speak to ourselves, what we hold to be true about ourselves, and bring in all of the things that we allow to swim in our subconscious into consciousness so that we can start to do something with it, so that we can start to be fucking friends with ourselves and support ourselves. That's the point of this exercise. So I think that's where I'll leave it. I hope that you revisit this episode, workshop, session, exercise. I hope that you revisit whatever you want to call it as many times and as regularly as you need to. And I can't reiterate this enough. Like this is the work that we do. Many, hour one, right, in the Thrive First Method, it happens every single Monday morning, quarter past nine, UK time. But at nine o'clock, we jump on and we have a coffee together. And I've always got some sort of self-exploration that we do before we get into our week to help, literally to help you be with your truth before you start planning out your week. Imagine if you did this work and planned out your week from this conscious, intentional space. That's the work that we do together. So this is your invitation to join us. If you don't join us and you're thinking, I've got enough from this episode, I hope that this kind of content really genuinely helps you. I create this kind of content in the hope that if we never ever work together, you have got something that you can take into your life and your business and share with your friends, your family, your colleagues. And my impact, that's my word of 2022, my impact in my work that I do can spread far and wide, regardless of whether we speak to each other or know each other or not. So now you understand when I say at the end of the episodes, please never forget I am always cheering you on and I hope that you are cheering you on too. This is what I mean. It's not like a surface level cheer myself on woo you can do it it's not that it's deep deep knowing and where your actions come from where your moves in life and business come from how when you're on your own with yourself and you're trying to spend time with yourself how where the discomfort is coming from why you can't sit still for five minutes without checking your phone or doing something yeah so please never forget. I am always cheering you on. And I really do hope that you are cheering you on too.